Welcome, writers, readers, and friends to the Authors Talking Bookish podcast. I'm Donna Norman Carbone, author of All That Is Sacred. And I'm Hope Gibbs, author of Where the Grass Grows Blue. We're two debut writers traditionally published by a small publishing house, bringing to you all the experiences that we as authors learn the hard way, so you don't have to. We'll give you insights from the inception of a book idea to publication and beyond. And along the way, we'll share our love of books from the writer's perspective. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 12. This means it's our six-month anniversary. How cool is that? Happy anniversary, Donna. Thank you. Happy anniversary, Hope. Um... We are here to talk about a realistic timeline for your book launch and to give you a to-do list to get you there. I am Donna Norman Carbone, and I am joined by Hope Gibbs. How are you doing, Hope? I'm doing great. You know, the holidays are right on us, and I'm starting to prepare for everyone coming home, and we're having some in-laws coming in. So I'm going to have a house full on Thanksgiving, but uh, I'm really excited about it. What about you? Yeah, I'm doing the same. Um, I am winding down with my book tour, which is awesome. I need some time to recoup and I'm looking forward to some family time. I love Thanksgiving. I agree. And, and, and you and I've talked on the phone about this. We, I feel like sept, the end of September, October, November were the craziest months I've had yeah. since my book launched back in, uh, mid to late eight, uh, sorry, it was mid to late May. And I just got back from a book festival in Kentucky and I was up there for four days. And so it's been a lot of promoting lately. Yeah. You have had a banner week. Why don't you tell everybody about your week? You won two awards. You were at a festival. Yes, I I, I won some awards. I also got shortlisted for uh, another award. It's just, it's been a little... It's been a little crazy. So, uh, you know, and of course you're winning awards left and right. So you're having a banner week and you went to a, you went to a festival over the weekend, didn't you? I did. Actually, it was a craft fair and I learned a little something, Hope, that I want to share. I sold so many books at this craft fair. I can't even believe it. And I, I, I have really pretty much done author book events. And um, I think it's a matter of the competition. I think it's, you know, women are crafters and they're out there and, you know, they like women's fiction. Um, we're not competing with other genres. Um, so I just, I had a great weekend. It was so much fun talking to everybody about my book too. Congratulations. I was at a big book festival. I mean, there was 140 authors in a convention center in Louisville and you had all kinds of genres and they didn't group us together. My, my person I shared a table with, he was from Kentucky, but he wrote civil war, uh, nonfiction. So sometimes when he would step away from the table and if someone came up, I would sell his book and vice versa. But we actually, we ended up, it was fun because we would get couples come to our table and, and we would try to sell our books. So it was kind of, it was oh, kind that's of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's so, awesome to network and meet other authors too. Don't you think? It's so important. And I'd met some authors that I had been, quote unquote, friends with, you know, social media wise, but I actually got to meet three of them in person and I made so many more friends. And, you know, one of the nicest people there to me was a woman who writes children's books. So I made that connection. So it was it was incredible. I loved it. And speaking of books, are you even able to read right now? Because I know you're doing NaNoWriMo. 
No, I, you know what? I haven't read since I read my friend, Bella Elwood Clayton's um, arc weekend friends, yeah. which released earlier this month. And I have another arc in front of me. And ironically, these two women uh, were my first critique partners that I found five years ago. We've never met in person. They're actually bo both in Australia and all three of us are publishing our first books within the same, within a year of each other. Wow. So um, I'm super excited to do that, but no, I've been writing a lot this month. I'm trying to revise book three and it's going okay. I keep hitting some stumbling blocks, but I'll get there. How about well, you? Are you reading? Are you writing? Unfortunately, you I'm, not, I'm, in between? <laughs> I'm not really. I was going to do NaNoWriMo. I had the best of intentions. I just haven't gotten around to it because I also went up early to Louisville because I was on a, a TV show uh, do, promoting my book. And then I went to a writer's conference, a different writer's conference. I went to an, another writing event. So I feel like I just have lost the ability right now to find that time. But I am going yeah. to start writing uh, ne next week is, is going to slow down, even though I'm going to have a house full of people for Thanksgiving. But, um, but yeah, I'm still reading a little bit in between, uh, cause I like to read when I work out, you know, that, so I'm yeah. actually, I'm reading my very first Barb, uh, Karen Kingsbury, uh, book. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, cool. Yeah. I haven't heard of Barbara Kingsbury. So, well, uh, no, it's Karen. It's Karen Kingsbury. Karen. And so it's my first, my first book of hers. So we'll see how that goes. So I've heard great things. So, um, but great. yeah, but I, I think it's time that we start talking about what we're here for today. Um, yeah. the, um, booking, launching your book, there is a timeline and it is mm -hmm. critical, especially for new authors to understand that these things are going to be coming at you and you should be prepared for that. Um, I felt like sometimes Donna, I was, you know, if it wasn't for you, I don't know what I would have done uh, sometimes because you would always kind of guide me through that this is coming up next. So why don't we just go right into the topic? Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it I think it does matter whether you have an agent and you're being published by the big five or you're working without an agent or maybe you do have an agent and you're being published by a small press or you're publishing on your own. I think. Um, the amount of things that you have to do is much more from somebody who's self-published all the way to, you know, somebody published by the big five. But, um, you know, I kind of think there are three major phases, right? When you get your book deal or even before you get your book deal, there are some things that you need to know as someone who's interested in becoming an author or a published author, I should say. Um, and then the second one is during, so you know that you've got the contract, you're starting your edits on your book and things are rolling. There's a lot of things that you need to do. Um, the tasks seem to pick up speed. And then afterwards, um, you need, you still need to continue working as, you know, a business person, a marketing person to get your book out there. And I kind of liken it to, um, a swimming metaphor. I, I talk about, you know, getting your ducks in a row. And I kind of think the first step is kind of getting your feet wet, just kind of, you know, starting small and doing what you can control, doing what you know, and then really diving in around the, the book launch time and then finding your stride afterwards. What do you think about that as a metaphor? 
I agree. Um, and I feel like that when people think of launching a book, they think, oh, after launch day, it's launched. No, no. it does not stop. And you have to continue as we're going to go through the, the timeline with you. Um, but no, I, I, I think that that is a perfect metaphor. Uh, I really like that, Donna. I might have to, I might have to take that sometime. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the, the first part. Okay. We're looking at 18 months out. So yeah. what do you think are some of the key things if you are, you know, thinking about becoming a writer or you've signed a deal or you're going to self-publish or, or whatnot, what do you think is important at the year and a half mark before your book comes out? Yeah, I think that's the time that you really want to start thinking about networking. And how do you network on social media? That is a major way that we network with our readers um, and other authors to kind of find our way through this process. But definitely think about opening accounts on the major so social media platforms. And you can check our, a previous podcast where we talked about all the social media platforms. Um, you definitely want a website. You want a landing page. In fact, a lot of agents want you to have those things before you even start to query. So that's something if you think you're going to query, I would start getting involved with that now. It doesn't have to be anything special. It just they need to know that you have the ability and you are willing to put yourself out there because they want to know that you're going to do your part in advertising your book, no matter how it's published. Um, and then the last thing is really kind of um, networking with a book community. Join a book club. Um, go on Instagram and find bookstagrammers. Engage with them because you are going to need, need to start building your reader base. And so I think those are two really good places to start. And I also think it's very important to try to connect with authors if yeah. you can, because that's going to come in to play later when you're going to be needing blurbs because you want blurbs, author blurbs from, you know, published authors for your website, for your marketing, for your Amazon um, account and whatnot. So I think that that also connecting with other authors is very critical in this time period. And you can do it as we've talked about, you know, writing reviews, starting mm -hmm. to review books and and tagging the author or giving a hashtag because a lot of times they'll find you that way. And it's been a, it's, it's a great experience or join something like Bookish Road Trip or, you know, yeah. things, things like that or an online book community. Yeah. Yeah. The, the w, w, WFWA has been wonderful for that. We yeah. um, have sung its praises off, often. And I know that there are others for different kinds of genres as well. So yeah. definitely look into that. Um, about 12 months prior to your launch, you want to start collecting subscribers. So, um, and you know what, I've done a number of webinars about this. I don't know whether you have or not. Um, I did a great one with the WFWA and the thing about subscribers is those are people. So basically you're collecting their email addresses. They're saying, we're interested in you as an author and we would like to receive a blog post or a newsletter monthly. And those are people who are really going to be your tried and true reader base. If social media ended tomorrow, you would still have this list of all these email addresses. And so it's really important to start that. Do you have a newsletter, Hope? I did not do a newsletter, but I do have a blog. And um, 
there for a while. I was doing blogging at least two or three times a month. I have not gotten to do it in October because I've just been so busy with everything else and promoting and in November, but I'm going to sit down and write a blog post, you know, kind of a, a, a year in wrap up, you know, happy Thanksgiving kind of thing. So that's how I get subscribers. It's really subscribing to my blog and, and you have both. I know that. Yeah, I do both. I do um, each of them once a month. So at the very beginning of the month, I'll put out a newsletter and basically um, I actually had a hard time trying to decide what, what goes in my newsletter, what goes on my blog. Um, and so I think I've kind of nailed it down. Um, my newsletter, it, that that is something that I announce book tour dates, where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be there. I announce awards that my book has received. Um, I just, I every month I do like a seven, a top seven thing, just personal things about myself so my readers can get to know me. And it's really just to kind of keep them up behind the scenes. I'll also do giveaways there before I'll do them publicly. Um, but my blog post is more, I, I kind of look at that, like I'm writing an article. So I'm picking a topic. I'm writing one article a month on different facets of publishing, different facets of myself. And sometimes I write it with, um, you know, writers as my audience in mind. And sometimes I write it with readers as my audience in mind. So I hope that both of them check them out. Yeah. With my blog, you know, I usually pick a, a subject. One time I blogged about my dog, Harley, um, yeah. and, and our relationship. And I, I blogged about a trip to Nantucket, um, mm -hmm. the Southern Girls Guide to Nantucket. Um, and then, but, you know, a lot of my blogs lately, I always do three things I'm obsessed with, which is like you, mm -hmm. I kind of give people mm -hmm. a little insight into what I'm doing. And then I, I include a recipe at the end mm -hmm. as well that you can find in in my book, because there's a, there's a lot of Southern cuisine in my book yeah. and I, I lean into that. So, yeah, so that's what I do. And, and so the other thing that you can do 12 months out, and you can even do it a little bit earlier is getting mm -hmm. an author headshot. That is yeah. very important because that is the first, that is the first image before long before your book is going to come out. That is the first image that you are giving to readers. And that's mm -hmm. something that, you know, it can be as simple as having a friend who has a good quality camera to all the way to hiring a professional. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that you're going to want to start to think about too is creating your brand, which we did a whole episode on. So you can check that out as well. Um, and your brand kind of goes hand in hand with your social media and your website. Your brand should be evident on both of those. I will tell you that I struggled with that a little bit, like finding my brand. Um, I didn't know exactly what that was when I first started social media and my website, but now I think I am pretty comfortable in my brand. Yeah, you, you absolutely, you, you've definitely leaned into your colors and who you are as an author. And, um, and I, I carry all that all the way over to my bookmarks. I gave away bookmarks at that, that festival and it's the, the bookmark matches identically to my book and mm -hmm. it matches my website because my website yeah. also is color coordinated to go along with, with my book. So yeah, yeah I think you're very strong on brand as well. Thank you very much. Well, the other thing that you need to think about is an author bio. And mm -hmm. I know as someone who's a writer, you know, you write 90,000 word manuscript, but sometimes just a simple 100 word um, bio can really trip you up. And yeah. that's something that you're going to be copying and pasting so much. You're going to be using that bio all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually would have a folder, um, you know, in Google Google Docs or what have you, um, with all your social media links, with your bio, with your book jacket summary, which is equally as hard to write as a bio. You you know, you think you write this ninety thousand word book, you can handle the one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty book summary, but it's tough. It's tough to whittle it down. Um, and also um, your acknowledgments for your book. You should start thinking about that at this point and maybe writing them out. I know writing my acknowledgments was a prideful moment for me. Like that was the moment that I was kind of like, oh, wow, like this is happening. Yeah. I'm an author. Um, and it was nice to just thank everybody because it certainly takes a village. What do you it think? Yeah. I, I totally agree with all of that. The acknowledgment you know, acknowledgements are personal. Sometimes they can be very, very short. And then sometimes they can go on page after page. And, you know, you want to, it's a, it's also a nice memory um, just to have. Um, So let's talk about six months. What's going on in in month six, going all the way to month three? Well, I think um, you're still working on getting um, subscribers. So you don't want to stop that. That is a process that is ongoing. Um, at this time too, I think you need to make the list of people you'd like to blurb for your book and you need to start thinking about how you're going to get reviews for your book, because that is something that you want to plan on in advance. Um, so when you're ready, when arcs or galleys come out for your book, you're ready to go. And if you're with one of the bigger publishers that can come out six to nine months before your book is even published. So If you're with one of the bigger ones, sometimes you will have an advantage of getting those arcs out to people much earlier than if you're with uh, a small press or a hybrid press or even self-publishing. So, um, so in, and in that time, you're also probably doing some line edits and you also maybe Mm want to start thinking about, Hey, do I want a launch party? And if I do, you know, what do I want to make it? You know, you can do a launch party any way you want. Some people open it to the the public. And then some people just want it to be private with their close friends. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who have done it at bookstores. I did mine at a winery. You did yours at your country club, right? Yeah. No, I did it at Soho house here in Nashville. So oh, it's, okay. uh, yeah. So I did it at Soho house and it was great. And my husband, he planned it and it, That's so it, was, awesome. it was wonderful. And I didn't have the pressure of any of that. So it was nice. Yeah. yeah that is nice. So, okay. Um, let's, Let's talk about month three, like three months before your book is coming out. What did you do at three months? Okay. Um, I started looking for places for a book launch party. I started thinking about a guest list. I started thinking about the kinds of things I wanted to serve, food and drinks. Um, I also started um, ordering book swag. So um, people have commented on my... um, paper doll bookmarks. I had, I, I had an artist, um, who is wonderful. I'm going to give her a plug custom by Erica Plum. Um, she created character bookmarks for me. So I have five characters. Um, and so I ordered those, I ordered some other book swag. Um, and I, I, I got my street team ready. So I put a graphic out looking for a street team, which can, which consists of the people who are going to arc for your book. And they're also going to, um, help you spread social media, just help you spread the word of your book. And my arc team has been amazing. 
Yes, you had a great team for that. And but also that thing is going that's going to be different if you're with one of the bigger publishers or one of their imprints. They're going to help you do those kind of things. And they have a massive uh, reach. But this is if you're a small press hybrid Mm -hmm. or if you are self-publishing, this is what this is how we we went about it. And you and I also did something that you should reach out at least three to six months before before is Susie Mm -hmm. book tours. Uh, You and I both did that. And she has consisted, uh, she's got a a group of, of Instagram bloggers who are influencers and Mm -hmm. they, they will, they will basically review your book, put it on their web, on their uh, Instagram page. And it gives you a lot of visibility, especially if you're, you know, a debut novelist or you don't have the, you know, the arm, the reach that the big four or big five publishers do. Right. And In addition to that, you also want to start paying attention to writing podcasts, reading podcasts, Mm -hmm. um, people who are book bloggers, and reach out to them. Ask them if they're interested in interviewing you or doing a book review of your book or doing a blog post interview of you and, and your book. Yeah. And you should start creating a sell sheet. That's something that is very important. Um, you can even do that on Canva. That's what I did, my sell sheet. And that's basically just the facts of your book. If you've gotten great reviews or a blurb or whatnot, the price of your book, where your book can be found. Uh, and I also, you want to include your headshot. You want them to see, and you also want to put a cover of your book on that as well. Um, so then let's talk about one month, Donna. What did you do one month before Okay. Um, Well, actually, I want to back up just a little bit to add to the three month. Um, One of the biggest things that I did during my my three months was my cover reveal. Um, At a certain point, your publisher will release the cover to you and you get to reveal it. And that was so exciting to me. Um, That was one of those that was one of those benchmarks for me that I thought, you know, okay, this is really happening. Um, So think about how you want to do your cover reveal in advance. And also Um, make sure you have the links to pre-order because you don't want to just do a a cover reveal. You want you want to give someone a place to go to find your book. Yeah. Um, So, well, sometimes those happen at the same time, but sometimes they happen differently. Yeah. Like I didn't have a pre-order. I had my cover well before I had my pre-order. Yeah. And mine kind of happened at the same time. So you never know. Um, And then there's also something that I think is really important. Like when you get your first box of books, also make, make sure, make sure you have someone recording the first time you touch your book because it really is special and you don't want to just, I know that urge of opening the book, but have someone record it or take a picture. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So let's talk about launch day. Okay. Um, so launch day, I actually got advice from you on launch day, which was that it was going to be a day of madness, but just try to breathe and take it all in, which is what I did. Um, so I actually took the day off from work, which was perfect. I, I woke up, I checked my book on Amazon. I know you checked yours at midnight the night before you stayed up the night before, just to make sure that it went live. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you're going to get a lot of texts from people. You're going to get a lot of posts on social media. You want to make sure that you respond to all of them. I had a little book event at my school They uh, in the library. The faculty and staff got together and just gave me a little celebration, which was awesome. So um, I did go into work for that. And then I just came home and I had a nice, quiet 
nice dinner with my family. Yeah. How about you? So um, I stayed at home that day. I, you know, I was constantly, if someone was nice enough to congratulate me on social media or send me a text, I was doing my best to respond. I had a a few Instagram live uh, things and I was just doing a lot of, you know, little promoting. And then that night, um, two couples that are dear friends of ours, they came over, we popped a bottle of champagne and uh, my husband gave me the most beautiful, he had a customized uh, made painting of my book cover. Uh, it was hydrangeas and it was just beautiful and it was a wonderful day and it flew by. Yeah. Yeah. It went really fast. So tell me um, about your after. Let's talk about after. What, what did you do after? Cause just because you launched that book doesn't mean it stops there. It's actually when it really begins. Yeah. It kind of picks up steam after that. Don't you yeah, think? Absolutely. Um, I planned a lot of things. It started off a little slow and then just kind of picked up speed as I moved along um, I think that you'll find there are seasons um, where book events are easy to find and seasons that they're not. Yes. Um, and so I made a schedule. I made a huge spreadsheet for myself monthly, and I kind of plugged in as as I booked engagements. Some of them were book clubs. Some of them were podcasts. I did a lot of podcasts at the beginning. Then I did a lot of book events. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm doing a lot of book clubs. So, uh, it's, it's kind of, it just kind of worked out that way. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think, you know, you really want to pay attention to the ways that you can market your book afterwards. Yes, absolutely. Because my sales actually increased as, as time has gone on and, yeah. you know, it's that constant, you know, visibility, you know, trying to, to put yourself out there. And, you know, I want to tell people, especially with small press or hybrid or self-publishing, don't worry that you're not on everything right at the beginning. Because for me, mm. most of, I would say 99% of, of everything that I, that's happened to me has happened after my launch. And, yeah. you know, just because you may not have gotten the traction you were hoping for on launch day or that, or the before, just keep working at it, you know, put, mm -hmm. get your book out there, be visible, you know, be willing. I, I've, I'm now have a new term, say yes to everything, you know, every mm -hmm. opportunity say yes. You never know, you know, what's going to happen. It, what, you know, is good things will happen. So, yeah. uh, so we're going to have to start wrapping this up. We went a little bit longer, but this is such an important um, subject for anyone who's thinking about writing a book or they have that book and, and they're thinking about trying to get it published. Yeah, I wish I had something like this. I didn't know that anything like this existed when I first signed my contract. So I actually, I want to give a little shout out to just a couple of sources that I think are really beneficial. Yeah. One is Before and After the Book Deal by Courtney Mao. And then another one is Countdown to Marketing Your Book by Mary Helen Sheriff and Grace Salmon. We have some other sources on our show notes for today, too, which we didn't have time to touch on. But I do hope that you will take a look at them. Okay. So as our teacher, can okay. you give us our do now for your uh, timeline for your launch? Yeah, we have a free downloadable checklist um, with everything we've mentioned today and more on it. Um, and we've given you like guidelines in terms of time frame. We've also given you uh, what we think is probably going to be happening in terms of your, your publisher and your book at that time. So you kind of can gauge where you are in the process. Yeah. And so 
we're getting ready to take a break and we are going to take the month of December off from our podcast. Mm -hmm. We're just going to kind of regroup, spend it with our families and kind of recharge because it's been kind of a busy year for both of us. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be coming back in, in January, 2024. I cannot believe that we're getting close to the end of the year, but we're going to have some, um, something new in 2024. Donna, you want to tease it a little bit? Yeah, we're adding something to our podcast. We have enjoyed having this platform to talk to you. We hope that you have gotten some benefit out of it. And, um, you know, you can re-listen to our, our um, episodes as you need them. Um, and we're going to add a little something that I think will enrich our podcast. And we'll see you on January 10th, which will be our next episode. And we wish you a very happy holiday. Absolutely. And a happy new year. Yeah. Enjoy okay. your families. Happy holidays, everyone. And thank you for being with us this year. It's It's been quite an experience starting a podcast with you, Donna. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm learning and I'm growing every time. Absolutely. Well, until next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Hope Gibbs. And I'm Donna Norman Carbone. It's time for you to get to work. We look forward to seeing you in two weeks with another tip from your author friends.